I'm at this terrible sweet spot where I'm smart enough to know I'm stupid, but I'm not stupid enough to just be happy about it, whatever. <laughs> and it sucks. But like, I'm not like smart enough to be like Neil deGrasse Tyson smart. But I'm not like stupid enough to be like Donald Trump stupid. Like both tons of success and money somehow. I want to be one of those extremes. No, just right fucking the like right just past the middle. You're your average. We hear topics from politics, social media, academia, friends and family. You wonder about yours and their mentality. Our thoughts and actions aren't in conjunction and realize there may be an obstruction. The sky appears a different shade of blue when we realize we may be in the shadow of an eclipsed view. Welcome to Eclipse Views, where we see what it would take to change our views. Um, this is for self-help through Kaizen, a Japanese term for self-improvement in small increments. Disclaimer, some hard or difficult topics. If you are easily offended, this may not be for you. There are sometimes some hard truths, and if you are not ready for it, I suggest maybe you revisit at a later time when you feel more prepared. Um, I'm Salvador Melendez, my wife. Veronica Melendez. And today we have Chewy. Chewy. <laughs> All right, yeah, we've known Chewy since 2005. Yeah. Is that when you graduated? Mm-hmm. So that's what, uh-huh. almost 20 years? Oh, there goes another one. Almost. Oh. So, nice yeah, just a disclaimer you're going to hear some fireworks. 17 years? 17. That's crazy, huh? That's how it's old I was when I met you almost. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, oh my God. So it's going to be crazy in a few years where we've known each other more than we haven't oh, known each other. No. <laughs> You're so lucky. Yeah. The association oh. you had associated oh. for, for the majority of your birds life of now. A feather? No, that's bullshit. Birds of a feather is bullshit. I'm not, I'm not birds of a feather. Uh, all right. Um, Birds of a feather, Momo. So we also like to leave, <laughs> <laughs> like to leave out all our, um, our skilled areas or like our professions until the end, just so we're a little more um, unbiased. We're all citizens, colleagues, professionals, <clears throat> consumers, friends, family members, teachers, learners, human beings first. I got into this through street epistemology, which was a way. Uh, Socratic questioning and how you came to believe what you believe. Are those reasons still legitimate enough to hold that stance? Anything else is just conjecture, forming an opinion based on incomplete information. How do you know when you have enough evidence to form an opinion? Today's topic is saying, I don't know. Is it, do we say it too much or not enough? All right, I'm gonna give you a scenario from on a on the scale, I want you to see where you would land on the scale. Let me read the scenario first, and then I'll tell you how the scale lands. Are you so taking notes? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really take notes when I was a kid. I took notes. God, I took notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I draw sometimes. Okay. God, I took notes? Yeah. 
But then after half the bottle, we forgot about <laughs> we forgot yeah. about the note taking. And they got more scrub. <laughs> and they got more scribbly as she went along. Just kidding. <laughs> um, all right, people use the phrase. I don't know. Sometimes maybe overusing it. Commonly when trying to hide information, meaning you do know but you'd rather not say. There's also underusing it when you truly do not know but pretend to know, <clears throat> perhaps from fear of coming across as unintelligent or incompetent. On a scale from negative ten to ten, how do you use? The- <laughs> <laughs> That's a great scale. I, gotta, I have to. I have to give you props. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so they like when you go to the doctor, they should do like, "How are you feeling?" And then like, really good should be like negative ten. <laughs> no, this is knowing that the the zero is. Using, I don't know, honestly, so negative 10 would be you overuse it where you just say, I don't know, just to withhold information. And underusing it is a 10 where you pretend to know and you hardly ever use it. What? What? I need that again. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Negative 10. (laughs) I do know, but I'm pretending not to. Yeah. And then. 10. Um. You don't know, but you, you, you hardly ever use, I don't know. You just pretend to know information even if you don't. So somebody asks you something and you don't know, you just make shit up. So 10 oh, is an optimal bullshit. 10 is, 10 is like I just pretend I know stuff. So yeah. And so, you, like so you hardly do, ever How often use, do I say I don't know? Yeah, how often do you think? And I guess how... Zero mm-hmm. being like right in the middle, you actually use it like fairly honestly. If you don't know, then you don't know. You're not trying to come across as smart of like you knowing it or you're not trying to withhold information. So where do I land on this? <laughs> yeah, scale? where do you... Gut instinct. Uh, I think like a two. Positive two. Positive two? I think so. Metal? My, I think my gut was three. I'm definitely not one to say, to pretend I don't know stuff. I love to know stuff. <laughs> I'll like chime in. I will be just a stranger talking and I'll be like, I know that. I'm going to go tell him I know that. That's <laughs> 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 like, it feels good to know stuff. Um, definitely on the opposite end where probably got a negative four where I just, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Don't <laughs> leave me alone. I'll say, even if I do know, like, I don't want to answer you. <laughs> I don't want to be involved in this. You figure this out or whatever and even if I do know so I'm on the negative end of it weird yeah and actually didn't discover this till just recently today because originally I got the idea from hearing it or not hearing it enough like the whole reason I wrote this topic down was from people pretending to know shit but they don't really know stuff and Metal brought up earlier this afternoon when people may say I don't know when like they actually she, do know. Yeah, and she actually it was her a disclaimer specifically mentioned women <laughs> when, when you ask me what's wrong and they say I don't know like oh, they obviously okay. do know but mm-hmm. they don't want to say it I was like huh I think I, I probably do use that on that end more than than like actually you just don't want to use it as a way to not engage and just yes, shut it down yeah. the conversation and they even just leave me guessing I didn't even I mean you guessing <laughs> me me <laughs> Veronica no, just guessing you. No, there's <laughs> several at the Oh. Receiving end of this. At All right. The short end of the stick. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Oh. Almost next question. 
same kind of scenario, but how often do you see others using the phrase, I don't know, still the same scale? So uh, do you think people use it as withholding information they do know or <coughs> more underusing it, they're bullshitting all the time? I have a hard time separating my profession from this one. I know, that's okay. End, if you, you can try to say it, I guess, without. But if it has to, then that's fine too. It's because that's where I see it the most. Like, that's all right. I'll ask. Uh, well, I'm a, I'm a, I teach music. I'll ask a student, like, what? Why are you having? What's? What's? What are you having a hard time with? And they just say, I don't know. <laughs> and so then I'm like, okay, I have to figure it out myself. Mm -hmm. And they will provide very little. Most of them. Every once in a while, they'll tell me like it's the rhythm or it's this thing on my hand or it's uncomfortable or they'll they'll help guide me. But usually, I get nothing. And I have to <clears> figure it out myself. And tell them like try this and see if it gets better. So I, I see it at work a lot as a way to not. I think they don't want to think critically of themselves. So they'd mm -hmm. rather I just tell them exactly what to do and do it without having to be involved in the processes mm -hmm. okay. deeply as necessary. So what number would you give that? What? On the scale, also how how would you? Like how, other people? Yeah. How, because I'm trying to think now. I know what it feels like at work. I don't know. I, I, I thought. I think like everyone, I assume people are like me. Like I, I don't. <laughs> like. It blows my mind that someone would say I don't know when they do know. Like I, I don't get it. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't understand that. Like, uh, it's always fun to know stuff. Yeah, that's, <laughs> and it is like I enjoy knowing stuff, and like doesn't mean you have to share yeah, it with yeah. others. No, yeah, yeah, that's the fun part. <laughs> Sometimes when if I have a feeling that they'll actually internalize it, but if they're not, then it feels just like a waste of time. Like, why am I going to tell you if you're not even just like small? But wouldn't they just not ask you? I mean, they don't ask me. I don't tell them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why, that's why I wouldn't tell people or whatever. Oh, that's why you were all the way at ten. Yeah. Like if they ask you, yeah, it's depending on. So the they ask you why you're mad. You'll be like, "This is what I'm mad." For the most part, or I'll tell you, like, just I'll be fine. Like I'll tell you later or whatever. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna leave a hot mess here, huh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but do I actually know? Just kidding. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. <laughs> No? Nothing on the scale? Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> True. <laughs> from short-term yes. memory loss, or just yeah. memory loss in general. What is the question? I, I don't know, because it's never anything I've... It's not anything I've ever wondered about other people. <laughs> do they know? Self-centered. pretend? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I am completely self-absorbed. Underusing it and pretending. <laughs> uh, it's pretty much yeah, the same question as before, just applying it to other people. However you use I it, but think, then how do you perceive it? people more often, I would say people are more willing to pretend they know stuff. I feel like I've caught more people saying that they know something and like, that's not true. Like, I, you just pulled that <laughs> out of here. There's no way. Like, that's, that doesn't make sense. I think, I think people are more, whatever scale is more willing to pretend they do know. Yeah, closer think, to the 10, to yeah. a positive yeah. 10. Mm -hmm. I think people are afraid to say, I think people see... Saying they don't know is a sign of weakness. Yeah. I, so I think they'd rather make something up. I agree. So I would say more on that side. 
but I just have such a hard time like Better. putting it on everybody like specific people I've seen both sides I want to say like a positive seven see I have a hard time answering stuff like that it's hard because <laughs> well this one is difficult <clears throat> because I don't know I feel like it's different with people with different Like, if I jump into specific people, like politicians for sure, like, way, (laughs) they'll never ever say they don't know something, and it pisses me off. (laughs) Like, how do you, what do you think of this virus? Like, you've never studied it ever. Like, (laughs) oh, let me tell you everything about it. You don't know Mm -hmm. shit, dude. You know what I mean? Just say you don't know, and then you're going to ask somebody smarter than you, and then that's good. That's a good thing. Somebody smarter than than a politician? (laughs) (laughs) They're everything. So, I don't know. You know, jump in the middle and go over between the middle. I was a five, she was a seven, you were going to go with a six. Oh, I have to give a number? Yeah. Oh, man. That's too much nuance. Just an I'll average. Go, I'll go with the, I'll agree with the seven. Seven? Yeah. Okay. Mostly because it makes you look wrong. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Shakespeare famously wrote... The fool doth think he is wise, but the wise man knows himself to be a fool. Socrates similarly said, the only true wisdom is knowing that you know nothing. So when you say, I don't know a lot, does that make you a wise person? I don't know. Let's ask you then. <laughs> all these idiots say that I don't know Do you think that you're more wise? <laughs> is that why you tell people that you don't know? No, I don't. I just don't. Don't like talking to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends what happens next. Because I don't know it can be a dead end. Yeah, like, like my usually. students used to shut it down. But I don't know it can be just a brand new beginning. Of like, I don't yeah. know what I want to know. So like, where do I go from here? Ooh. But then it can lead you to like mm-hmm. the stupidest, worst place ever. Like flat earthers. They don't know. <laughs> and they're not going to believe anybody. But they're go-getters. I'm going to do my own test. So I'm going to take my level and put it outside. And I started from I don't know. And I'm not going to trust somebody else because how, how could they possibly be smarter than me? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm going to go put my level outside and like, no, the earth is flat and it's at a tilt because I put it on my driveway. <laughs> and that's my experiment. And I went from I don't know to I know everything about the surface of the earth. And so I, I, I don't know. I do think, I think there's humility in saying you don't know, but right. it has to, it has to, there has to be an itch to either want to know or you have to be okay with figuring out who you can trust to tell you because i can't prove myself that the earth is a globe but i yeah. can trust the astrophysicist <laughs> and, and this pictures from outer space the, and stuff like that like the I, one astrophysicist and then the several other ones that confirmed whatever they said was yeah all the other ones yeah <laughs> and like like so i i can there's that quote, I don't know who it is, about standing on the shoulders of giants and like the only reason you get to a certain point is because you stand on all the work that came before you. Like, I'm all for that. You don't have to know it all. You can choose the people you trust. Um, <clears throat> what do you think would have a... I guess which one do you think is more impactful, <coughs> either damaging or or positively overusing... I don't know, or underusing. I don't know. So somebody that mm. BSs all the time, or somebody that just 
always dead ends. I think the BSer, because I'd rather somebody honestly tell me they're not willing to learn anything, and then I can be done with that also. And then I can disengage and be like, okay, we're done. You don't know. You don't care to know. Mm-hmm. As opposed to having to break down the lie and explain to... Like once somebody goes out there and says, this is what I think. I, it's so hard to unlearn that. Or even if they know they've caught in a lie, like they're going to double down. Like I don't... I, it's, it's just, I, I can't imagine someone being like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, never mind. I, like I, I, that just doesn't... I'd rather I'd rather have somebody just use I don't know to shut down because I can figure that out as opposed to somebody I don't I don't like I don't like lies when yeah. that kind of stuff. We're we mentioned that earlier about like unlearning specifically too. It's like it's harder than learning. Unlearning yeah, yeah, something we, is infinitely harder <laughs> than learning something. We just I think. was at the oh no two episodes ago we did an episode on unlearning and it was yeah like we that was brain breaking. <laughs> I mean, maybe like just a simpler example was like with, with the child, he's all into trains right now. And he had mentioned something about a bullet train. And I was like, kind of like, no, that's not a bullet train. And, and it, it wasn't like a big deal. He didn't like, but I can see somebody like learning something that for the first time, like this is a bullet train when it wasn't. And then it's definitely harder to wipe that yeah. slate clean saying that, no, that's not a bullet train. Like this one's a bullet train. And like, I guess how do you even know when you have the correct information to begin with and why is it harder to wipe that slate clean with the first information or like um let's say like a a couple breaks up and you hear one side of the story first like usually it feels like you tend to that side with that side of the story first over the opposing side you know what i mean who do when you go to court who goes first yeah. No kidding. Huh? Prosecution. I don't know. I don't know either. It's a good question. Mm. Um, they flip a coin like in football. <laughs> <laughs> that seems fair to me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you guys want to provide more context for your previous scenarios? For you saying I don't know, or how you landed on your scale, or why you think other people, why you landed on your scale for other people. Like, why did, I guess, what would make you switch it to use it more, to use I don't know more? Because you were on the For positive side. I don't know? Yeah. Because you were on the positive side, meaning you kind of underuse it. You would probably pretend to know more stuff than not. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I really don't mind saying I don't know. I I love to question things mm-hmm. to the point where it annoys people. <laughs> so like I, I I like to say I don't. I I don't. I won't raise my hand and say I don't understand this and I don't I don't get this. But I'll say like, why is it this way or what do you think the outcome is going to be or or mm-hmm. why are you asking me to do this? Like I I want to know. I'm eager to learn just not necessarily what they want me to I want to like or in the way they want you to learn yeah I I, (laughs) my way of saying I don't know is is asking a question to help me get to the place where I do know I I don't just I'll never just say like I don't get it if we're at a training or at work or whatever I'll never just say like I don't get this (laughs) I'll be like why do you think this is going to work or 
or why why is this there was there was one there's an example i can give i i uh uh, an AP talking about uh, uh, they did this attention on, on uh, the, uh, this uh, research on the attention of kids and ages whatever through whatever and their attention span is only getting to be yeah. so many seconds long or whatever I don't remember the specifics but he mentioned this thing and so I raised my hand and rather than telling him I don't understand this I don't get it I don't know I said like I told him how do they go about quantifying something as unquantifiable as attention like how do you mm-hmm. how do you how do you decide this kid's paying attention? Because like, if I'm sitting there drawing, it doesn't mean I'm not paying attention. I can hear you and I'm listening and I'm gonna, I know what I know what you're saying, but it might look like I don't I don't care, but I'm listening, and so I I, I like to ask. I, I like to ask for clarification. So I I don't I don't want to use it more. I, I don't like I don't know because it just ends there. It doesn't go anywhere, <laughs> and that that bothers me. That lack of moving somewhere bugs me. Which is yeah. why it drives me crazy when my students use it. Oh, <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> Do something. And I would probably still use it in, in professional development because I don't, I don't care. <laughs> See, that that's I, why I'll, I'll never substitute the two. I'll never substitute I don't care with I don't, I don't know. Like, I won't use I don't know to mean I, I don't care. I need to know. I, I, I get that. I think I use it because I think I don't know is a more acceptable form then like they'll yeah, just leave you shit. yeah then, yeah if i <laughs> yeah, say it on the other video can be, i cuss on here yeah, 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 oh. yeah that's what the disclaimer <laughs> was for <laughs> oh, wait, I <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah like i said i think saying i don't know is more of a more acceptable response than just saying i don't care yeah i don't care like because i could i could ask i guess those following up those follow-up questions because they do, they do go through my head, but I honestly don't think I'm going to get the answers from the presenter or whatever. Like, no, but it's fun to watch them yeah. square. <laughs> Maybe That's you're right. Favorite. He was like, I don't know. Well, then don't, don't mention this research if you don't know anything about it. But you yeah, have this research. I mean, sorry, sir. If this research is no good, my whole presentation is Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I built my whole thing on this thing I didn't you, read up on. You, you might have just made the first week of professional development more interesting <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah, it's super fun. <laughs> just watch them squirm. I'm a jerk. I'm sorry, boss. <laughs> you use you use Chewy, so it's your, yeah, it's right. Your nobody, knows. <laughs> nobody knows. But I did take your picture. <laughs> <laughs> so just say it's your evil twin brother. Kind of mother would give the same name. <laughs> and I guess what about for others? So you don't use it. That you or you want to fill in on why you use it. I definitely use it more often now than I ever did before because I thought that I was very highly informed on everything (laughs) and I would bullshit my way through a lot of stuff and it worked and that's why I can (laughs) that's why I continue to do it because it worked Um, and then um, my buddy right here (laughs) began to challenge me and he's like oh yeah what about this what about that and I'm like uh oh hmm I don't know. Let me figure it out. Right? But I would always feel... I try to follow it up with, I don't know, let me figure it out. Or I don't know, let me think about this. Right? Because there are definitely times like in my brain where I do know the answer, but I don't want to allow the answer. (laughs) Like I don't want it... I need to reword my answers. That way... uh, (laughs) 
a lot of the things I think are hurtful, I think, <laughs> to a lot of people. And so I'm trying to like, I'm like, oh, oh, I don't know. Let me think about this. Because then I have to like reword it to, to like sugarcoat it a lot, right? To make it palatable for other people. I can be a very abrasive. Um, why? I do know the answer to that. So you'd rather, you say, I don't know, to not piss people off? Yeah. To not piss people off or to give myself time to process it, to think about it. And then I'm like, hey, so do you remember that conversation we had five months ago? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I know the answer now. <laughs> and it took me that long to like figure it out right. But so I'll sugar, I try to, I use, I don't know, to either stop the conversation where it's at that way I'm able to figure out where it needs to go or to figure out what I need to say right like if it's in if it's with dealing with my job if I don't know the answer then I'm going to find you the answer like I have several resources right like I know how to get us to to most most situations covered Right. Or like I'll reach out to another professional to see if they have the answer and then I'll get back to you right now. I don't know the answer and I'm not going to tell you something that's a lie because then like your livelihood is at stake. Right. Like they're they're high stakes when it's like an, a, a low stake conversation, then I'll probably be like, oh, I don't I don't know, whatever. That's what bugs me so much about politicians is like a surgeon gets into a situation where they've never done that what I, I not that I know much about surgery but the little I know is that they'll call each other up and say hey you, you've had a similar I found mm -hmm. you had a similar case what'd you do how to work mm -hmm. and they're willing to say like I'm even though they're genius surgeons that have been doing this forever no matter how experienced they are if it's a new situation they'll call somebody up and ask mm -hmm. for advice and it's it's important it affects their life and, and others yeah have great effect on a lot of people and they do the complete opposite they'll mm -hmm. just BS whatever they said and then whatever thing they BS on, they have to double down or else they look weak. And then right. I, I, like it takes a smarter, stronger person to say, I don't know, let me find out. Uh -huh. It's funny when I, whenever I like research the topics, I, I looked, I don't know, like just I Googled it and it was funny seeing like the polar opposites, like, like five ways to stop saying, I don't know or whatever, or five ways saying I don't know will make you look more this way or whatever. I was like, interesting. So it was kind of Who the same are thing. these people that write these articles? They make <laughs> me want to barf. <laughs> but I guess it's, it's, but it was all these same points. Like, like the ones you're saying that, like, if you don't want to say, I don't know, say like something like, oh, five I ways to stop writing articles. <laughs> I'm sure that's it too. That's, that's how, that's how we consume stuff now, I guess. <laughs> See, I'm cynical. We <laughs> <laughs> had to be spoon fed everything, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've talked about spoon feeding before, too. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like it was like instead of saying, I don't know, say stuff like, I'll find out, or it's like, I don't know, but let me. See if I can figure this out, or let's ask somebody else, or whatever. Or just throw it back. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, and that was so like that, that was person's asking for a reason. They they, they have something that nobody's going to ask something if they don't have something to input. Yeah, and I you guess you wouldn't have picked this topic if you didn't have something to say about it <laughs> as well. Like, yeah, the, the, it was it was it mentioned even stuff like 
when it's subjective also like if it's an opinion like you're kind of entitled to your opinion but like when it's something like more objective then like if you don't know then kind of don't pretend to know and like see you can google it or figure it out somehow like or or not but i wonder if it's generational i wonder that too because well because right now we have the ability to find a lot of stuff right or like to to rely on your colleagues and you know like if i don't know something then i'm like hey hang on like i don't i personally don't know let me figure it out and then I'm gonna reach out to my spider web of people, right? To see if anybody's had, like exactly what you were saying about surgery or whatever, but just not that intense. And we'll figure it out. And if nobody's had this, then well, shit. You're my guinea pig. And we're gonna go through this and, yeah. but like, like when it comes to conversational tasks, uh, that's where I think that people actually have a better grasp on what they know than what they don't know. So like I've had several conversations with girlfriends, right? And I'm like, oh my God, so what are you gonna do? And they're like, oh my God, I don't know. And I'm like, do you really not know? Or are you just like, you're shitting me, right? Like you, you actually know what you're gonna do in this situation. Well, I don't I know. I feel like it's, like, oh, well. That's, uh, there are some times where you feel like you absolutely don't know. Yeah. But if you give yourself some time, then you're gonna end up coming to, like, some kind of. To me, sometimes those come up as like not wanting to take full responsibility for, because if you're already thinking uh -huh. of something, you're waiting for somebody else to kind of give you the idea you were thinking of, but since you didn't say it first, like somebody else told you, like. Then oh, it's I like reassurance. Like, yeah, it's like re like some somewhat reassuring, like. I like that is what I should do, and then once it like if it doesn't go Which through well, then is better the blue or the red. I don't know. And then oh, I don't, they, we don't do color. I know. Well, <laughs> you're lucky. Poor stuff. Just kidding. Oh. But sometimes I got for stuff like when I really don't know, like there are. Like that yeah. one especially, which dress is better? I don't know which dress is better. Yeah, but is it, I don't know because like I really don't care. Like, yes. <laughs> I will say like, I don't know, I like that one. But I, I really, really genuinely just don't know sometimes. Like, I know which I prefer, but which one's better? Yeah, what is, but that's what, what I is, think is, I think it's like the verbiage that we use. What does better mean also? Like, can you ask me which one do you like more? I'll say that. Yeah. Name. There, I, but you better. see, but that's like... <laughs> we don't think about that. How? Mm -hmm. Let me reword my thing. I mean, you challenge me I to. Think about to black, black, yeah. I do. I do too. We, until I, okay, so I'm speaking for myself. Sorry, <laughs> other, sorry, other women out there. But <laughs> I like. I don't think about that. I'm like, so which one do I do I wear? Which is better? And then you're like, I don't know. And I'm like, God damn. Okay, let me think about this. <laughs> which color do you like more? Oh, well, I like this. One. Okay, thank you. You know, but like he'll force me to change my words or else it's like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Which is I'm, good because it yeah. makes me a better, bigger, stronger person. <laughs> well, in my mind. I am <laughs> a believer that the words have meaning and so people should use them as they are with the meaning they're assigned, not with the, you know what I meant kind of meaning or whatever. <laughs> I, I, 
agree to a point. Like I love poetry, and often the words aren't mm-hmm. used. What they mean, they're they're like the second or the third meaning, or the combination of certain words take on a different life. So I, I, I I agree, but this isn't a poem. You're not asking me <laughs> which dress is better poetically. <laughs> what do you mean? Every word out of my mouth is poetry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay, let's see. Let's move on. Um, anyway, I was saying about being it being generational. So now we uh-huh. have the ability, right, to look up stuff. Like, oh, I don't know what that is. Let me look at... Like, right now, we just did it earlier. We're like, oh, yeah, the greats died at a certain age. Well, how uh-huh. old was Beethoven when he died? Or, like, how old was... You know, and we're like, oh, let me find out. Like, we know how to use technology yeah, older people are kind of like mm, i don't know used to be a dead end now le- there's an encyclopedia but i have to go to the library and check mm-hmm. you know and it's not like that anymore yeah, i feel like i don't know is becoming less acceptable i don't want i don't like to accept it very much uh because i'm like okay we'll figure it out like let's figure this out <laughs> instead of I don't know, and it being like, we're done. And I, I like saying I don't know now. How it, like like you said, it's it's a choice now. I think like, because you're right. Whatever we want to learn, we can, we can get on the yeah, we can get on the phone and learn it. But do I really want to? Like, but then so, that's what, but then yeah. that's but, where but, we come into like the cell term. But monology. I'll say like I don't want to know. Right. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't really care. care. That was, that I don't was, really care. It's all right. I'm not willing to put in the work to really understand it. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, well, I don't want to put in the work to really go and measure the world and all that stuff. Yeah. I mm-hmm. just, I'll take your word for it. I don't care enough to. <laughs> yeah. To do it myself. Yeah, I guess what is, that was my next, kind of my next part, at least for me, what, what is a more socially acceptable form of saying, I don't care, instead of saying, Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that's a hard one. Morally acceptable way to say I don't care. God, I don't know. I wish more, <laughs> I wish more people would say it because then you could just be like, yeah, I mean, done with them. And I think a lot of socially acceptable things is just the amount of occurrence. It, like it's what that's we decide to. I don't know. But it can be hurtful. Yeah. It, that, perhaps, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, the, the whole the intentions also versus outcomes like i don't intend on being rude or whatever but honestly like i don't this isn't on my radar right now i really this doesn't have much of an effect like you well, can figure it out if not then okay, I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, like what how is that supposed to force me to care or i could again if it's an opinion i can give you my opinion but sometimes it's not an opinion it's like if it's an opinion, like, I don't know, like, going back to the dress day, it'd be like, either one will be fine, I think. Yeah, and or, sometimes, or like, both again, are like, enough or I'm both not, colors work. I'm not the it's one. It's sincere. Uh, yeah, I'm not the one wearing it, so, like, have you tried them on? Like, what, what is it that you're looking for? Are you looking for me to like it? Then I like that one, but then rephrase the question as, which one do you like more or not? Which one is better? Or which one does this? But why or? people, what, why do they have to dance around that for you? You don't, but if you don't, then I'm just going to tell you my straight answer that I don't, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> and you I don't. You look just as beautiful in both dresses. <laughs> and then you leave. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you go get <laughs> ready. <laughs> that's, 
That's all very fascinating. Well, because I think that when, so we're, we're talking about like, I don't care. I don't care is very abrasive. Like when somebody tells me that I, I almost take offense to it. Like, um, I guess in certain situations when it's a personal question, right? Like, okay, so we're using dresses. I don't even, I don't even know the last time that I asked you Mm -hmm. about like (laughs) a dress or something like that. I've learned like just fucking pick it. Right. Um, but I'm trying to to think of a, a different situation where, like, oh, I don't care. And it's a personal thing. Like, the superficial ones are easy, right? Like, so do you want chocolate cake or vanilla cake? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't say, I don't care. You'd no. say chocolate. Mm-hmm. Right? Because exactly. so, like, I do care because I have a preference in there. Right, right. So that's, but what is personal to one person that you'd be like, ah, I can't even think of anything, guys. Help me out. Personal to what? Like, a personal to a person. That makes like them ask them ask it right. So they ask the question and they're like, "Hey, so um, I know you guys are doing this, or I don't, I don't even know." Um, and then so they ask you personally mm-hmm. for your opinion, and you're like, "Oh, I don't care." And it hurts the other person. And you're like, "Oh shit!" Like the person who asked is kind of like, well, "Fuck me, right?" Because. <laughs> But I can't think of a situation that would be like that. And I'm yeah. trying to figure one out. I do need to be spoon-fed sometimes like that too. <laughs> I, I need a picture drawn out for me. <laughs> like where it's offensive for you to not give a damn. Yes. Like when are like you offended by somebody saying, like I don't care? Yeah. When would you be offended if a person was like, well, I don't care? And you're like, well, fuck. Okay. Or or is it like a feminine and masculine thing? Like, are are you guys like you all personally not offended if somebody was like something that's personal to you, and you ask them and they're like, I don't care about that. What? When would you be offended? By what? If somebody says I don't care? Yeah. I don't think I would, and that's. I don't know why I keep thinking back to politicians, but I feel like <laughs> they're expected to care about everything, which is why they're afraid to ever say, I don't know, because because then it could be seen as, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And so they have to have an opinion on everything, like every, That's every, true. every single thing they have yeah. to have an opinion on. And there's no way they can possibly know it all. And so I, I do wish they would say, I don't know, let me talk to some experts, but... Yeah. Then if they just say I don't know, someone thinks translates it to I don't care. Then well, like, what about like vaccinating your children, and you go to the doctor and you're like, hey doc, so what do you think about this? Should we do this? And they're like, oh, I don't care. Then I'll go to another doctor. Right until you got the answer, an answer. Yeah. But would you take a? Would that have been like what the fuck? Yeah, I would be shocked. Yeah, I guess. Like, or like, even if you asked your doctor. doctor, like, hey, so um, what about this? My my triglycerides are high. And so should I do something about it? I don't care. Would that be... It's getting I closer, get, I think. I'd get a new doctor. <laughs> right, so just, you're like, changing you all of that. that does. Like, they would refer you to... And they would say, like, I, but I don't know, but I can, be, like, refer you to someone who can find out. Right. That would, like, that's perfectly but, fine with me. 
But that also doesn't pieces. sound like a situation where you could use I don't know as I don't care. Because like if you don't know how to control my triglycerides, then what the hell are you doing as a doctor? Yeah. But I think that's different from not caring. Like I can tell you what to do about your triglycerides, whether you do it or not, that's that's I don't care. Like you do what you want with your life, with your health. I'm telling you with what could help. Okay. Whether you're gonna do it or All not. Right, so that's, it's not the right it's not the right one then. But it was it was getting closer. I did feel like Oh man, I'm trying to I'm searching here. My pond is empty. <laughs> that was I think one of the ones I had looked up it said to make sure you don't confuse your opinions with with facts. And it says like a, the more the more you kinda keep stating your opinion and the more people keep agreeing with your opinion, you your brain kind of starts thinking that this is a fact whether and like and I think even like with <laughs> with feelings like I think I had even asked you about this before because I had a I kind of came to some weird realization I had asked you like if, if George Washington's favorite color was red like is that a fact or an opinion you said it was a fact about an opinion and I was like Sounds like me. <laughs> you're good, you're good. I should have really made this. But I could see how that could quickly like snowball into thinking. I guess I don't know, confusing the the opinion for being fact. But it, it it's tricky where the line gets blurred there. Like it, it can almost, to an extent, start sounding like. The best color is red, or something like that. Like I think, I think it's an easy line for me to draw. I think for me too, but I don't think for a lot of people it is. And sometimes, when I see memes that are just so like, like have those kind of phrases that like are supposed to like strike a feeling or like you're very, very agreeable with it. Like oh yeah, like I agree with this saying or whatever. And like I have sometimes feel like those come across as facts and I don't think people can separate from that like this isn't a fact like you are having a true <laughs> reaction to this feeling and you agree with it and that's a fact but the statement itself isn't a fact do you know what I mean I have no idea dang it let me see if I can find it <laughs> well, it's to elicit it's to there are quotes yeah. that are meant to elicit feelings most I think are meant to, the quotes that aren't are, are dry. And right, and I guess that's what Sal is trying to say is that you can read one of those and you need to take it for what it is. It is there to elicit a feeling, but it may not be factual. Like whatever, like it's still and, an opinion. And I think yeah, that's what I mean. That I think our society now doesn't know how to tell that apart now from a fact and an opinion like just because you strongly agree with an I, opinion I, I gotta push back on the on the now like i hear a lot of society now like doesn't know how to differentiate but like an opinion on living in a city like an opinion is like living as a western culture is better than living as a as it's savages or whatever like that was mm -hmm. an opinion and they saw it as a fact and mm -hmm. to the point where i'm willing to kill people yeah. To make it happen, and so I, I, I got to push back on the now. I just think it's always been like that. The way I live my life is, is right. Well, I say now yeah. because I think if, I, like if the those, way I live my life is wrong, I'd change it. 
You know what I mean? Like everybody thinks they're doing it right, or else we'd be like, oh, I got, I gotta stop. Because I say now more because of like social media, and you get more people, more immediate, more more noticeable. Yeah, or yeah, more yeah, maybe more noticeable, more visible. Because like you see how many likes you got. Like this has two hundred. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, some shit happened the other day similar to that. I saw something and I was like, "Damn, that's good!" And I was gonna like it, and it Do was my own. own. And it. I was all, Do "Oh, it. dislike." No, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I got I embarrassed myself sitting on the toilet watching like I will never scrolling post through Facebook. Unless it's to like my own post. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, I post it so I can go and read it later. <clears throat> you know, just because appealing why else would i do that yeah i guess so what i mean by now is is that visibility or you see the 200 likes so like it feels more credible i guess than if you were just to say it before and somebody just verbally agreed or or i don't know but having that quantifiable feedback yeah Gratification of a little thumb. Gives it more, I don't know. (laughs) But I wonder, okay, so going back to what Chewie was saying, I mean, people would get their shit published in newspapers or in pamphlets, right? Like pamphlets were like a big thing. You see a whole bunch of pamphlets on the floor, you know that they threw your shit down. They're not interested. But if you see some of those things pinned up in the bathroom stall or on the, in the saloon or whatever the fuck, then you're like, oh yeah, my shit's good, right? So then you're going to keep on spewing it's the same, right? So maybe there hasn't been much change. I think it's just more. It's just in our faces and more like nonstop. Maybe not. it's at your fingertips. I mean, we're connected to this shit. Like, <laughs> it's the first thing you pick up in the morning. First thing, for a lot of people, and you go and you sit on the toilet and you poop and snoop and then <laughs> go back and charge it or I don't know. You know, but I'm assuming that a lot of people are on social media a lot of times. I mean, there's counters on the phones. You know, it'll tell you how long you've been looking. I purposefully, like, hide my phone around the house so I don't... Because it needs to be removed, you know? It's just too much. Just like with these things, like these podcasts that we've been doing, I'm like, ooh, how many people are listening? I'm like, ah, do I really care? Like, I don't want to know... Or like on some of the YouTube videos, some people will start posting and they're like, hey, this and that. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to give into this. Like, I don't. I won't look at it. And I think that it's important to revisit your work, right? But like, poor Sal is the one that's like reviewing and editing and doing all of that stuff. And I just sit there and blab. But there has to be a happy balance. I'm a very, I'm a very uh, easily addicted person. So I try not to, like, because I already know that I'm going to get stuck on it and I'll perseverate on it. Like, I just want to keep on going, like, make it bigger and better and just whatever. And I'm like, ugh, shh, chill your shit. You know, I don't have the time for this right now, you know? I don't want it to consume me because it could. All right. Um, Andy, well, you already kind of mentioned <laughs> politicians or government and politics or whatever. Um, any other groups or organizations you can think of that are 
on either side of the spectrum, either using it too much or not using it enough? I when I think of entities in general, I don't I don't think they use it nearly enough. Corporations, politicians, famous people that know everything about everything because they're famous. Uh, <laughs> uh, the only ones that use it are like the. And even then, I, like, I don't hear them say, I don't know, but like researchers will say, I don't know, because that's their nature. Like, let yeah. me find out. That They always start from a, let me find out. But but the people making the, the big decisions that impact things are not listening to the researchers that went and found out. They're just, uh, or at least from what I see, like everybody, nobody says, ask somebody how we can, uh, I don't know, fix any of the big ills. How do we solve the the, the uh, drug addiction in, in the country? Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to say, like, this is what we do. This is what we do. This is what we do. <laughs> Nobody's going to say, like, let me find out. And when people do say, let me find out, oh, we're going to start a subcommittee to research. It's like <laughs> bullshit subcommittee. There's not, like, there's, like, five layers Weak. before you get to a doctor and a researcher and, and, uh, and, like, people that really study it. Like, I don't think they that we use it nearly enough on... At really important levels. I think that's why we're so screwed up, because nobody's willing to say like, let's let's shut the hell up. Let's stop pretending we know. Let's let's talk about like how we got here. Let's figure out how we got so messed up. Like let's just admit first that we're messed <laughs> up. We can't even do that. We can't even do that. We can't even admit that we're messed up. We can agree that we're messed up, but for completely opposite reasons. But like, if, if people just say, I don't know how we got here, let's shut the hell up and figure it out and then see if somewhere along the way we can make changes. And then we'll revisit this later and see if it works. Like that just sounds like a fantasy world to me. Like if we could just start from a place of, I don't know, let's figure it out. I'd be so happy. I'd vote for anybody that said, I don't know, I'm gonna try to figure this, this shit out. Like that's all I wanna hear. And nobody says that. Everybody says, this guy's fault, this guy's fault, that guy's fault, this guy's fault. It's, uh, and it just drives me nuts because it just sounds like bullshit. Especially when I hear, like, when I read an article by somebody that actually researches stuff, like, and it sounds like the opposite of whatever bullshit they're spewing, or it sounds so nuanced. When I read people that really start from a place of I don't know and they start digging into the history or the research or whatever, there's always so much nuance. Like, maybe yeah. this, maybe that, this yielded this result, and this did that, and this happened in this other country, but. At this other like there's always so much I think it was you too that yeah. I, I talked to you about like something as for lack of a better word as mundane as like nails and like if you're working on a project that you have to Wait, like, like fingernails no like, sorry hammering like, like nails. hammering nails like that there's different types of nails for different types of materials and different types of um, I guess <laughs> things you got to get them to do and it's like as simple as that sounds like that has a bunch of depth to it too. Yeah, like, and there's a nail expert somewhere that's like, yeah. this length and this type of metal and number this type of, yeah. And like, there's a different types of them for a reason. And uh, so, if somebody we were to ask you guys anymore. about nails, though, like, hey, what nails do I need for whatever? Oh, I'm gonna pretend I know for sure. <laughs> well, I know some nails. I know about nails. That's like all of the home improvement was all about that. No? Like I know, I know how to fix this. I'm a man. I can yeah. fix this. I can fix this. I don't need to ask anybody. I don't have to ask for directions. I, I'm a man. Yeah. I, I know. I know how to do this. Let me do it. 
that actually reminded me what you were saying right now too that nobody wants to admit that we got here it's like it's like a man driving for direction. i know exactly where we are i don't need to ask for directions yeah and that i have a hard time i guess sometimes i can get in my own world but i like asking people that know more than me i love i love i love going to ace because they always like super like oh yeah you need this and this and this and then like cool like i'm learning stuff and, <laughs> it, and it feels good yeah i i, 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 I said i i don't i miss learning like i don't I, I would never want to go back to school because I don't think. Oh, I'm the opposite. If I, if I won the lottery, I'd be a student forever. Really? Yeah. I would just audit whatever class I want. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, and see, I, do I don't miss. I, I miss learning, but I don't miss the assignments. Like, I, sometimes I don't think the assignments they would give us was the best way to teach you about whatever subject we're learning. <laughs> and so that's why I don't want to go back to school, but I do miss learning, I guess. Um, Read a book. Yeah. <laughs> I do audiobooks now. Read a book. No way. It's the same information. For... It targets different areas of Perhaps. the brain. But if you're an auditory learner, then hey, just go for it. And then I heard those are myths now too. That the whole I'm a visual learner or auditory learner and whatever. Isn't it more know, like immersive or something like that? I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> Let's um, look it up. And that's hard too because you can find an answer to whatever you want. Yeah. You have to look at like multiple I, like different articles. That way you end up seeing different sides, different at the perspectives. Same stuff, there's a, oh, where did I hear? There's a quote in uh, statistics where if you torture data long enough, it'll tell you anything you want. Like even if you look yeah. at the same thing, you can tweak it. You can you can zoom in. You can zoom out. You can. That's what statistics is. Well, then, see, that's where I think like a real statistician would put it in context but then people that use it are like nope this is gonna help me do what I want yeah and then the real researchers are like no but it's a little more complicated they're like nope nope <laughs> this is all we're we already got passed the law <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we already signed the bill you're too oh. late <laughs> <laughs> that shit's too real still yeah Shoot. how would how would you go about figuring out how much you don't know about something? I like even you already said you're a music educator, so you know certain things about music. All the stuff you don't know about music, how would you go about knowing how much there is left? Uh, there is an infinite universe of things I will never know. Like I don't have a hard time with that at all. Like. There's so much. I talked to somebody like Dr. Dosha, and I'm like, oh my god, like, this guy is, and he could probably name people that make him feel like that. Yeah, and, and that blows my mind. Like, there's <laughs> always too. this other layer of like people operating at a completely other level, and I just and to think I, that they think there's some level to somebody to, else or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. I feel bad. Like I, I, I feel bad for people that are all the way up there, man. Like, it's gotta be. I read this book a while back. Until the end of time, I think it's called. And it was Brian Greene, and he's, he goes into like tens of trillions of years into the future, and like what's going to happen to the particles and stuff. Like if things stay on their mm -hmm. same trajectory, this is. And I think like this guy can probably talk to like two other people on the planet that <laughs> understand the same him. level. Like, that's so depressing. Like <laughs> I can call up any idiot and talk about The Simpsons, and we can have a good laugh. <laughs> and I think like man, I don't know. Keep aging but yourself. I, I, 
and I have to decide because knowing is work like to get to know something it takes a lot of work like I know that I have my weaknesses in my profession but how much am I willing to give to get better at those that's where I have the hard time it's not it's not an admitting that I don't know Mm -hmm. I never I don't have a hard time admitting I can be better most of the time but I do have a hard time deciding to put in the work to make it happen that's hard that's really hard or like actually doing it yeah, I can decide yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I'm gonna rock it this year but it's really hard to to give that the uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro said choosing is negating every every choice you make you have to be comfortable and confident because you only get to make that one choice and you are therefore giving up all other choices for that moment Mm. So you have to be comfortable with the fact that whatever you're choosing is negating everything else. Every other possibility mm-hmm. is gone, and when you make peace with that, then you you're you're good. And and I feel like that's where I'm having a hard time. Is is more there, not in admitting I don't know, because I can I can think of. It's so much easier for me to think of things I need to get better at than things I'm good at, and it's a lot easier for me to think of things I don't know or can't do than than to think of the ones that I can. But the hard part is getting to the point of like, I'm going to make the choice to negate all else, all other possibilities in the universe to work on this one thing right now. But that's hard. Not that I can achieve all other things in the universe, but still. I think we've spoken about this before, just like in casual conversation of like a warm bath. Like you're nice and comfortable. I don't think we've ever bath bathed together. <laughs> no, I, I no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not no. <laughs> you just have that on you. I was waiting. I was waiting for my best one. <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't wait to take this to work. This could be good. What is it? That's really it fun. It just makes sound effects for me. Uh, um, that's great. No, like being comfortable in a situation that you are in, right? So like... Oh, I have to stop you. Sorry. That's what I do. I'm a mansplainer. <laughs> uh, maybe that's what it is. Like we're we're not enough. We're just not safe enough to say, I don't know, because you get attacked when you say you Sorry, carry on. Hold on. You're in a bath. I gotta think about it. You're in a warm bath. No, no. Uh, or, or like on a roller coaster ride or... Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. You lost me. We're, we we're, from back to roller coaster. We're in, you're the in a comfortable situation. <laughs> Are you comfortable now? Ooh, warm bathtub. Oh, God, the water's all falling out. Um, in a situation that you're comfortable, right? Because there isn't many challenges. There aren't any challenges. Like, or the challenges that are presented to you, I've got this. And so we end up like stunting our own growth because we're okay right here. Like it's, it's fine. Everything's fine. It's not fantastic, but it's not shit. It's, I'm fine. So I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to stay right here until like one challenge comes. You're like, I got this. And then you increase your, your bubble. Or, I don't know increase your ability to perform in that in that area like they give you a different task okay i know how to do that we'll get this taken care of and so you grow as a person right 
But then it's not like I'm going to self-expand on all of this stuff because I'm going to just be a super genius music teacher. I'm going to be an amazing, more amazing speech pathologist. Like, I think that if they didn't make us do, like, CE courses, or a lot of people would just be like, eh, I'm just going to stick to what I know instead of looking for more research or challenging yourself. Let's go back to, like, what... I always say at the beginning of the episodes that Kaizen <laughs> improvement in small increments. I think sometimes people have that fear too of if I'm only going to make this little bit of an impact, then why the hell do it? I think people want to do have this huge impact, I guess, to make it be worth it. But I think it goes back also to standing on the shoulders of giants, like all that that giant has been built on the little chunks from everybody piecing it together not just one person that did like I know some people do more than others but I don't think that should stop us from even just improving a little bit you know what I mean no, <laughs> <laughs> no. so were you improving what improving I guess uh, anything what were you saying about what were you like how were you saying about um Something you said made me think of that. A warm bath? Bathtub roller coaster. Bathtub roller coaster, and then it went to like being challenged with something new. And then once you're challenged, then you accept that you can do that, or you figure out you have to do a couple of steps to learn how to do something new, and then now you have that and you expand your bubble. I'm trying to think of the weird things that I said. (laughs) Whatever. And so now you can encompass that. Now you know that. But. Otherwise, like, why are you going to challenge? Or some people don't challenge themselves just because they're comfortable. And is yeah, that I think that's what it was. Upon? Like, what's wrong with somebody just being? I'm happy in my. Yeah. No, I, no, I, and I, that's I, where yeah, that's, that's. I was trying to. I guess I was trying to remind you of a conversation that we had, right? That was the whole point of like being comfortable. Like, I do remember a conversation like this with you too. You could be the extreme and be Icarus and fly too close to like, yeah. just burn yourself out. Like the, the greats are, think, I think to get to a level of true greatness, you have to be a little nuts. Like I really think you have to be like singularly obsessed with achieving that whatever. Like, yeah. And I guess that's I what I mean know. with kind Maybe of I'm what wrong. I, I don't I don't know anybody that, no offense, that's yeah. like super crazy otherworldly incredible at whatever they do like history book worthy yeah I don't know yeah Yeah, I guess that's what I mean that I think sometimes do like does that hold people back from doing anything like if they're not gonna have that type of impact I'm not gonna be Michael Jordan I'm not gonna play basketball yeah like that type of thing is what I, I was saying just like but why not improve on it even just a little bit and then the next person has to beat your record kind of deal like oh but even if it's not because if it's a record then that's the extreme point but um i think we strayed from the question a little bit any other areas or organizations that use it or not well the one that you kind of mentioned was like with science always saying not knowing and I kind of think on the opposite end, 
And I think because of this reason, is using it too much and not enough is, is why science and religion are on opposing sides. Because science is always willing to claim they don't know. And I think religious stuff always kind of claims to have the answers to everything. That makes sense. And then when, that's why they kind of get mad at each other, like religion's always getting pissed at science. Like, oh, well, they said this now, and now now they say they don't know, and uh, now they say they're changing their, their thing. And it's like, it's not, <laughs> I don't know, but that's the way I've, that's the conclusion I've come to with religion versus but there were, science debate. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson goes on a tangent. I think it was a Jesuit priest that uh, first like mapped the skies and like started doing like astronomy like in earnest and, and like they were religious about their science and and he gives credit to them even though they were part of the church they were still being very and I mean I'd have to look it up I, mm -hmm. I, I saw this little clip of an interview with him but but it was it's not always <coughs> like that so uh, uh, at least the way he described it and I'll take his word for it because he's freaking Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, but he kind of gave credit to those oh it was about people trying to get him to stop saying Godspeed he's like it has the word God in it and he oh, goes off on his history here. and mentions these priests that do all this stuff and he's like no like they they advanced science like mm -hmm. and so I don't know if I yeah like knowing I guess I don't want to the con I, I, I do remember hearing that conversation. I don't remember exactly the like the exact story, but I do remember making the point that it wasn't entirely like a religious term saying Godspeed or whatever. That there was some more science to it or whatever. I was like, oh, but it was science funded by the church at the yeah. time. So there, it wasn't always, uh, and maybe maybe still not today. Like maybe there are. Religious scientists. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I and I have a coworker. You'll know who who you are if you're listening to this, because you. <laughs> but uh, he did a. I always have this conversation with him. Like he seems to not want to accept some scientific stuff unless they're like religious believers, and I'm kind of like, why does it matter? Like truth should be truth. Like whether they believe. In God or not, like it's, and I, I just, to me, I still don't understand that perspective. I guess, and he, he's one also that feels like science is always changing its mind, and it's like it's not changing its mind. It's just like you're discovering more to it. Like think of it like science isn't a mind. Yeah, think about <laughs> that's, it. That's already limiting. Well, yeah, like it's putting it in, a, in that was, kind of perspective. It's, I think I mentioned this too before that it's like a puzzle where like when you're building a puzzle it'll maybe form start forming a little chunk and a little picture and you kind of start getting an idea of what this is and then the more you keep adding to it it kind of be keeps becoming a clearer picture but even when you think you know what it is like there may be something around it that's like oh dang that's not at all what I was thinking and then it can make you keep flip-flopping like oh is this good is this bad it's the same as learning. It's it's the same as learning. Science is learning. Like it's the progression. It, it would be limiting to, <laughs> to 
put those kind of limits of uh, to personify science, I think. Um, you had said something a little earlier, and I thought that was very enlightening. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, so you were talking about Neil deGrasse and all of that stuff. I had no idea about that Godspeed stuff. That's really cool. And then you said, oh, I wonder if there's religious scientists or whatever. And, and I'm kind of like, I know something, a fun fact. Um, one of our, fr our friends, Father Frank, Oh yeah, he had told me because we were we sat down and we were chatting about something, and he was telling me that um, the way that the Catholic Church specifically um, <clears throat> runs, like their science department, is really fascinating because they have to disprove miracles, right? So somebody presents a miracle to the church, and the church has to go and investigate it. In That's order evil. for them, mm -hmm. yes, <laughs> in order for them to classify it as a miracle. He said, so there's some websites like Vatican something or the other dot com, and they have all of their, their paperwork and all of their journals and all of this other stuff that, so yes, there are scientific, there are religious scientists. But then, and then that makes me question it too. Like, I want to, let me see all of your research. Like, let me see all of it. Let me see the yeah, numbers. Because when someone's going in with a bias, it's like a, yeah. it's like a conservative or a liberal think tank. Like, yeah, sure, they're going to, they're going to echo chambers or whatever. But they're, right, right. They're because they want it to be true. They set things up a certain way or, mm -hmm. even like you said with the statistics, are they gonna willing try to, to accept when, when, when it, it is comes not. out like, oh shit, this this actually turns out the other people were right about this one. Let me tell the world. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, right. right. That's not going to happen. My apologies. You were right, sir. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. everybody. Vote for the other people. <laughs> Vote for the people that didn't pay me. Yeah, right. That's not going to happen. And so that's what makes me a little bit skeptical. But yes, there are religious teams of scientists. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was told. And then I, I think I had checked it out. I had tried to check it out. And uh, boy, that shit was hard to find. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's hidden there for a reason, right? But oopsie, just kidding. All right. Now, I any, have a thing on my. Any other ones you can think of? Oh, oh. Areas, groups, organizations. Say it too much or not enough. Say not enough. I would like to hear it more in, I hear it like in small personal circles mm -hmm. all the time, but like, <coughs> it's not a, I don't know, it doesn't get anybody riled up and everybody's looking up, everybody's looking, like you said, for a reaction and I, I don't, I would like to hear it more from people in power. That's a good one. At yeah. any at any level, like anywhere, like I love when my when my bosses say like I don't know, let me get back to you. I got just I love that. Thanks for not just making up some nonsense, and I know it's gonna be nonsense when you make it up. <laughs> uh, like I, I, it's just I, I would like to hear it more. Maybe that that's the more cynical part in me, and that's why I sometimes just. Don't care or don't care to even ask the follow-up questions as like to make them squirm or whatever because <laughs> I'll give it a shot maybe but I feel like 
I'm gonna. I'm about to get BS'd, and well, I don't know. Like the 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 people listening, or like even if I took to call out the presenter on something, and they BS something, they still come out looking like they know what they're talking about when they actually don't, and that part annoys but me like, more. So I, that's why I'd rather just stay out of it. Like, but there's a chance that they really will know. Like if I had like going back to that one where I asked about how you quantify. <clears throat> attention if he had come back with an answer like this is how they set up the experiment this is what they did I would have loved it oh man I would have been in like I would have been hooked for the whole rest of the training like this is like that sounds odd like if he had really known <laughs> I would have been totally in like, like um, you won me over now even if it was BS it. no oh, because okay. I'm pretty sure I could have smelled it like I okay. that's what I was going to say what happens if you guys were to be like <laughs> oh Smell that? Yeah. That's, <laughs> then it's the total. Then I'm what would out. happen? You guys would get fired. Then I'm totally yeah, out. It takes. A- but like, if if they if they had if he had really known that study and like talked about like why or how they quantified attention and how they determined it's this, I would have, I would have been totally in. I did a research study on something like that. Can't give like up that. the hope that I'm gonna get an answer <laughs> eventually. I want to. I want you to read my my old thesis because it had stuff like that. But in order for me to like be able to to quantify attention, I had to put several different things down, like eye gaze, body posture, fidgeting, like different things that because oh, it was specifically for like autism, right? So I had to get a whole list of all this stuff so my hypothesis ended up being super <laughs> chunky right but it had all of those things that i was looking for and that's how i would quantify attention to task um like i work that goal often and sometimes i'll get it from like other therapists as like what their goal is uh, a child must attend to task or yeah to structure task for what is it like five to ten minutes with men mod queuing whatever right so it's like this bunch of verbiage and i'm like well then what the hell is attention though like to me attention would be like if i if i'm able to read you two sentences and then you're able to answer these then you were paying attention even if you were doodling Mm -hmm. but like what happens if the kid needs to doodle in order to pay attention Mm -hmm. right so then that's where it comes down to like Every individual person is different. So then, like, the way that they presented it to you, I'm like, "Mm, what does it look like? Like, what specifically are you looking for with attention? Is it eye gaze? Because Mm -hmm. not a bunch of people can attend, right? Like, you have amazing eye gaze. Right here, it can't happen. I get that everywhere I go. People tell me I have amazing eye gaze. <laughs> I know. I You're like, I know. <laughs> no, but like, you know, so like, what are you looking for? And then how do you, <laughs> how do you, how is it quantifiable? Yeah. Everybody and everything that and they're looking maybe, for is going to be different. Maybe I add to the shame of saying, I don't know. Because when I asked my question, he did say, I don't really know, but I was like, done. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it's my fault people will say, I don't know around me because, because I judge them immediately and stop listening to everything else they have to say. 
Well, but there's also an expectation, right? Because if you were to ask Sal or myself that question, you expect us not to know the answer. Right. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you're asking somebody who's doing a presentation on oh, this, yeah, you course. expect them yeah. to have something for you. Yeah, especially if the whole thing was built on like yeah, especially if the whole thing was built on that research. Like you yeah. know the research. And no, like there's probably some other researcher out there like I don't know, I'm sure. Or it's at least give a backup to why. Like I mean that might smell like bullshit. Right. But, oh, so this is what I said. This is what I mean. This is the part of research that I'm talking about. Give that kind of answer, even if it's. I don't know. So even if they said. I don't know. Like, uh, I guess you would have accepted, I don't know, as an answer. Like, I don't know. In that case, I wasn't part of this study. That's a totally shameful thing. Because you're expecting, you're building this whole thing and telling me to structure my classroom based on research you know nothing about. I, I this can't, is the, this I is the can't foundation res- of it. I can't respect, yeah, that shaky foundation. How can I possibly <laughs> believe you when you don't, didn't, Ooh, that's like you're basing everything on, the, on this study and you can't tell me about it. So like, why would I, why I would, would I trust you? I'd, I would like to think I have the say the balls to ask a question is like so you want me to do the things you're about to present without knowing where like if this research was like legitimate See, I don't think you need to because everybody got that because i always <laughs> get these looks of like oh or people will come up and be like thanks for asking that I'm like well then you ask it too man don't leave me hanging out there by myself but like but i i don't i don't i don't know i don't think it I think it's already pretty yeah. clearly because I am implied. the guy. <laughs> I'm also the guy doodling that's not paying attention. Once I'm doodling, the guy, I don't, I don't care anymore. <laughs> like you just, I'm gonna fake my answers anyway. Like this is a, <laughs> I don't know. I've already lost interest and respect and whatever. Well, not whatever, but a lot of the stuff you're telling me, it's just gonna. I'm probably going to forget within the next So then when they ask the question to you, what are you going to say? Like, sometimes the presenters try to get you involved in that stupid shit. I can't stand that shit. I said, I don't know, because I don't care. And that's, but that's where you're using I don't know as an I don't care, right? And like, if they asked you, what would you say? I depend. I I love chiming in at these things, because it just feels like a, I just, I don't know, it feels like a, roast almost like that's such an awful thing to say but so, sometimes sometimes i really like i like when i asked that one that specific one i really genuinely wanted an answer like i i i doubted there was one and i wanted to call out like i doubt he really looked into this research but i i really also genuinely would have loved for him to say like this is how they did it check it out they did this and this and this and and i would have like i i really would have liked that but but I, I don't have trouble at all chiming in on these at those types of things. I, I don't usually say I don't know. I'll say yeah, like well, maybe this or maybe that or I don't know. And also that type of presentation from how it's starting, I don't think would have annoyed me as much as when they make us do childish crap. <laughs> like then I was like, how is this, how is this beneficial? Yeah. And, and there gonna be some SEL crap or whatever. Like I'm, I don't know. <laughs> See, like David just said, I don't know. Why did you, you stop? I don't know. 
because I don't, I, I honestly don't know why it annoys me that much. And they're gonna try to give me some answer that I guess is scripted, but it's not enough to answer my question, and it's not enough to get me out of it. I guess like you're still gonna make me do that. You're still gonna go on through with this activity, knowing that it has no like real true value. So why? Are we wasting our time with this kind of deal? That's, and that's why I guess I just stop it. I don't care. Like, you're going to make me do this anyway. Whatever I'm trying to do is probably has very low chance of getting me out of it. So might as well just go through the motion and. But, okay. So I'm going to, I want to rewind a little bit. You said that you were frustrated with it. Da, 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 da. I, I did. I don't know. And mm -hmm. that's when Chewie asked. You stopped it right there at I don't know. Well, the thing is, is that I think that you actually do know. Do know. So the fact is, you hate that professional development bullshit. And mm -hmm. you wish that you didn't have to go to it. Mm -hmm. Right? And you'd rather change your profession when, than have to sit in on uh, these I'll things. I'll clarify. When they don't apply to my area. like Yeah, which a lot of times they don't. Yeah, because that's very don't. minimal that they have for you guys. And then when they do, they're obviously bullshit. Well, I don't know if and that one was bullshit or not. Even to an extent, when they do apply to me, they're not all the greatest either. There's some that no. are still very kind of... But so the I don't know that I think that you said right now was kind of the... The frustrated, I don't know. I, I actually do, well. do know, mm -hmm. but like I fucking throw in the towel yeah. because I can't stand this shit. Exactly. And I wish I didn't have to be doing this. And this is why I'm sitting here making podcasts at 12 midnight <laughs> so I can become a podcaster instead of having to do this bullshit. Yes. Right? But instead of saying all of that, it was easier to just say, I don't know. Because you give up. Yeah. That's why, like, I'll say it. Don't you always say something? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'll say it then, I guess, because it's not going to... <clears throat> the amount of effort I still have to put in to try to figure out why you're making me do this is still probably not going to get me out of doing this. So that's why I just throw in the towel. Like, all right, it'll just be easier and faster if I just go through with your BS than for me to try to fight it. So let's get this shit over with. Is that terrible acceptable not what is that relatable but <laughs> i i don't know do you not care either i'm just trying to think of times where i end things with i don't know but i guess like i don't know and i give up are pretty similar yeah because my students they're the same way like okay yeah. what's giving you a hard time i don't know okay Maybe it's the same way. Maybe they're thinking that this bells. We're gonna have to do this anyway. We're gonna have to. Yeah, and I was not into it. And they're they're thinking the same thing you're thinking. Mm -hmm. When they say I don't know, it, it could mean I give up. I I think uh, that's true. I submit. Maybe I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm Being not, in maybe that, I'll be more empathetic to those two. I'm not willing to contribute. <laughs> Every time I sit through those week long things. I always leave with the same goal is like I never want my students to feel this way in my class. Like that's always my goal. When I'm sitting through it and I'm thinking this this is a waste of my life. I I always leave that week. And there's there's some it's it's splashed in there's some good stuff in there too. 
but a, a lot of it, it just doesn't yeah. apply or it's just stuff I can't use or, or refuse to imagine myself using because it's humiliating. I, I leave with the same goal. Like, I don't want my kids to be this disengaged when they're in my class. Yeah, and I'm on probably the minority in thinking that I don't think everyone should be forced to be in a fine arts class. But then we probably wouldn't have as many jobs as <laughs> in those positions. See, they're, they're not at my campus. They're, they have electives, but they're, they have a ton of electives. It doesn't have to do with fine arts. They don't, but even as the state, they don't have to choose a fine arts credit? In high school, they need one fine arts credit. Oh wow! I didn't know that. So they get, they get, they get, they have, they have to have fine arts for a year, I think. It might even be a semester. I know it's really minimal. Wow. Uh, but like at, in the middle school, they have to. I don't think electives are required, but it doesn't have to be. Fine arts. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if that's it have to be state thing or if they're just been telling required. us also the opposite maybe I'm wrong. Or, I don't know. But, like. You know there's people Absolutely. there that are forced to be in there when like this doesn't help like <laughs> and, and, I, and I understand like almost with any job like there's gonna be shitty parts of it but I think school professional development I think is definitely on a on a different level of shitty I, I can't imagine in a regular other type of office job being forced to do some of the I do activities that very often when I'm in these trainings I try to imagine Alex is with his doc at his doctor training right yeah. now like right now they're at a yeah. neurosurgeon convention yeah. they're like alright guys we're gonna invent a neurosurgeon superhero yeah. you're gonna dress up and here's the butcher paper why why show me those neurology skills round of applause yeah. oh, oh man that's what I don't understand is why do they treat you like children working with children? I kind of think that's all they know and they think, I don't, I honestly. I think it started as a way of let me show you how I work with the kids. This is what I yeah. do. And then it just turned into you are also a child. So I'm going to treat you as such. And I understand like uh, I a lot think, of times when, a lot of times when I teach, I try to make them go through the steps and maybe that's why, but I think there's also a difference in making me go through the steps without that delivery. I think the delivery yeah. sometimes annoys me more than the actual oh, sure. activity. Like, oh yeah, like God, you, you would have to do a, a superhero for this. Like, okay, like do a sketch or do something. Just tell me like, as yeah. a grown adult what the instructions I are and go through with it. Fine. But to actually talk to me like a child and like... That shit yeah. gives me anxiety. I have like, a way just, of turning every conversation into bitching about statue elements. So <laughs> thinking and okay. talking about that. Oh my like, God. Everything ends here. It doesn't matter where it starts. <laughs> like, I love what I do. I love my profession. But when I was working in the schools, I thought it was the biggest shit show ever. Like, making you do these stupid things. And I just didn't understand it. I don't the, understand the it. The part is hard for me. But I, I, you know, I wish I didn't love it, but. Not that part. I could do without that part for sure. But like, what part? the actual teaching part, I genuinely love. Like, I wish I, I wish I did. And God, I wish I just was like, just loved accounting or some something. Like, I, I, I just loved like some. I don't know something super boring that nobody else wants to do. But, but I really genuinely love the the teaching part. 
but there's not a lot of it. There's, there's, especially at these trainings, there is none of it. But like when I see somebody like wanting to learn, like that's that's not even just le just wanting to learn. Because if they want to do it, they're gonna get there. But like, I, I get I get I get a I get hooked on that, and I wish I didn't. <laughs> yeah. But I do. I love I love it. I love I love seeing them wanna. I, think that's I, a, I love when they're into it. That's the shittiest part that like the people that I've left teaching or it's probably not because of the teaching part. Nah, no, the teaching part's awesome. <laughs> that's the fun part. Alright. Let's go ahead and close it up. Uh, so, I don't think so. I'm just getting warmed up. Alright, go for it. What else you got? It's a staff development scene. <laughs> you had said earlier about choosing this podcast. Oh, yeah. What was your, were there any topics or anything that you wanted to bring up with, when you saw it, what, yeah. what interested you in it? General question There's a poem I like, I, I can't quote it verbatim, it's a, but we can a find Yiddish, it. Yiddish poet, Yoda. I'm Yoda? I forgot, I forgot exactly what the name is. I know Yoda. No, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Star Wars you sucks. Right? I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Star Wars is terrible. I, okay. You take me. You take me from from this poem to Yoda. Ah, so many people. I don't get. I don't understand the fascination. I don't get it. Uh oh, you're gonna lose. I'm gonna lose it. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna lose us. Uh, some gonna, listeners. Yeah, everybody. Just so all five listeners that we have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're all, all Star, Star Wars, Wars fans. <laughs> <laughs> I just did your whole, and, your whole demographic. And they're all gone now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, come back to <laughs> us, please. Please yes, come we, back. We won't have him on again now. We're lighting up their sabers right now <laughs> to come get me. Oh man, speaking of sabers, just kidding. Go ahead. So a oh, Yiddish poem. I, I I need to look it up because I I don't I don't remember it well, but it was like from the place where uh, from the place that is hard, nothing grows. Uh, from the and it, it's something like that. Like from the place that is hard, nothing grows, and it talks about like a guard, like the soil needs to be cultivated, it needs to be soft. Like from the from the place where everything is hard, nothing will ever grow, and I think that's why I chose it because I'm really drawn to that. You have to. You have to make your. You have to start from a place of I don't know if you want to learn something and, and what's life other than learning? Like that's what separates us from everything else, and even then everything else learns too. Like freaking, it's just amazing. Like learning is. Well, it's like learning is all there is. Like, like learning is life. Like once you stop learning, what what? Uh, 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 John Stewart started playing drums. I heard him on a podcast, and he just starts playing drums. Uh, that he was like you could hear like hitting in the back or somebody called him out like is that a drumsticks behind you he's like oh yeah he's he's learned to play drums yeah they asked him why and he's like it's because when i'm learning this stuff it's like the opposite of death is what he said it's like <laughs> it's like the opposite of death i feel my brain like growing new stuff i don't remember how he worded it but mm -hmm. it's like that sounds like some just and, and like it, it feels like like but you have to be at a place where you're willing to fucking learn something and i just don't see that on social media or TV but I see it in real life which is what gives me hope like I see it all the time at work I see it with with everybody everybody that I know personally I see that 
<laughs> and I don't, I don't see it. Like it's just, I think we just I believe the bullshit on that. Maybe, on and I kind of opposite on that. I do think people like to learn, but I think we've been stuck on the method of how we learn stuff that I don't think it's evolving. I think people are just bored with that method now, and it's trying to evolve. But I think some people are still f pushing back on it. And like, like I said, with like I don't ever want to go back to school because I don't think that's the most conducive way to learn. Not all of it, like, but sometimes some of the stuff. Like, I had a I would have conversations with another coworker wanting to go back and get his master's in music, and not not to bash anything with like a master's. In music but to me like with the bachelors I I felt like I learned as much as I wanted to from music and that's that's me but sometimes just thinking of some of the assignments they would give me if they're gonna make me read on something about 15th century blah 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 like I don't know how this has any <laughs> effect on how I'm going to teach and not that I, I guess I don't just because I don't know how it's going to help doesn't mean it's not going to be useful, but I don't know. It seems like it's going to be a lot of effort for, I, I don't think they show me how, enough on how this is going to help me in what I'm getting this degree for. Does that make sense? And I think sometimes a lot of, sometimes I, I, I'll hear other people that are currently in graduate degrees and some of the assignments they have to do and like I said, I'm not in there. I don't know, but I don't know what their profession is going to finally entail. But I feel like there's got to be better ways than to just be reading and writing all the time. I think more, I think we should take a more to a hands-on approach. But I don't know. <laughs> there's another, there's another give up. I don't know. No, it's not. I I, it was I, I honestly I don't know the profession that they're going into I don't know if this is the most effective way to do it but for me it isn't and that's why I don't want to go back to school but I do think people do still want to learn but I don't think this is the methods we've been using are as conducive as they as we think they've been doesn't feel like there's much evolution in it like I think COVID taught us a little something and I, I was also in the minority with that I to an extent enjoyed virtual oh, yeah, teaching and <laughs> and I think there's probably definitely a mark not market but I'm, I'm sure there's other probably students also that enjoyed it like one of the things I think was most efficient was they would allow us to kind of give them an assignment and once the assignment was done they were free to go mm -hmm. and I love that I hate having my time be wasted when like why are you just keeping me here like kind of on the clock mm -hmm. when my work has been done and so not that necessarily that has to be through virtual but like why not give them a day off like even if it's like back to in person or whatever like if you do all your work from Monday through Thursday, you get to have Friday off. Like that's as an incentive when 
I don't think that's a terrible thing, but I guess the way our system works is you're, you're paid by attendance and I don't know if that's the best way to be having schools funded, but why, why not give something incentive like that? Why not modernize our methods? That's a different, like I would love for, especially classes where the, the, just the product is the, like in a math class, math is the simplest I think to reform because it's so black and white. There's no mm -hmm. subjectivity to it. You can't just keep getting better and better. Once you know your time tables, you know your time tables. Mm -hmm. I would love it if it was like, this class is an hour long, but there's a 15 minute lecture and then there's mm -hmm. a five minute quiz uh, or whatever, like, I don't know, 20 minute <coughs> lecture and then there's a five minute quiz. If you pass the quiz, that other half hour, you get to go outside and play. Mm -hmm. Don't pass the quiz, you stay in here and we do it again and then you take the quiz again at the end. And then if you don't pass the quiz again at the end, then you've got homework and you've got to make sure that you get this done. To, like, every kid would be laser focused. I want to get the hell out of here. I want to go outside and play. There'd be an incentive built into every... But I, I get it from a logistics standpoint why something like mm -hmm. that would be, would be difficult. And it only works for certain classes. Like, sure, you can play your music, but can you play the dynamics to me? You can, you're like, mm -hmm. music is endless. So yeah, yeah. It doesn't work in my class. Math is the only one that I can picture something like that working. Maybe science, because you can well, answer the questions right, or so, I don't know. I've done something similar where, like, that's one thing I did try to keep and adapt and adopt is every three weeks for the grading period, they'll get the they'll get a quiz, and if you pass the quiz on that at the end of the three weeks, you get to go outside on that last day, and and some don't, and so like. Like this wasn't my choice, dude. This was yours, and so like they see all their friends and whatever go outside, and and I think it, it has worked as an incentive, especially like this year we had a bunch of boys, and so the boys just want to go outside and play basketball or soccer or whatever, or do anything, and and it, and it worked pretty well, and I'm hoping to keep it. I don't know how well it'll keep working, but I'll keep it as long as it keeps working. And like with, I've been saying like, I, I, what would be the signs that our education system is not working and would we change it even if those signs showed up? It seems like so again, hard-headed, hard-headed that like, um, now well, this is just the way we've always done it or kind of deal. <laughs> I was just talking to your mom about that the other day. Something along those lines of um, people's, like uh, when you're in high school, your brain technically like doesn't wake up until a certain point, right? Like your optimal learning times are different as you age and from little ones and stuff. And she said, no, that why isn't it like everybody should be up and at school by six or seven o'clock. And I'm like, no, that's just not what science says. Well, it doesn't matter because this is what I say. And I'm like, okay, well then, I can show you articles <laughs> like where this comes from you know it's it's not I mean it is scientific like there there's data to this there's there's information out there there's MRI studies like there are, there's legit stuff out there that says you know you learn at a different 
pace. You learn at, uh, you have a zone of proximal development. Like there's only so much that you can learn. If one of those scientists that you were talking about is telling me about particles and I'm like, no, particles. Like, I don't understand that. It's above my zone of development. Like my brain just doesn't know that. Can it get there? Give me a long freaking time, but it, maybe it could. Right. But you also have to learn in a certain period, but with school systems, they're not adapting to that. Okay, so she wants to be at school at 6 in the morning, so give her the kids that are awake and ready to go at 6 in the morning, right? Um, if there are some people that enjoy waking up later and they feel like they're more focused during that time, have them be the teacher at that time, right? But, like, I feel like we're fighting ourselves. We're not working to the full benefit. Like, we have all of this information, but... Mm, there's no way that we can implement it because we would have to change the whole system. Like, are you fucking crazy? What do you mean working three days a week? <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. Don't you know why it's set like this? Well, tell me the science behind it. Well, there's nothing. It's just that, you know, who was it? Who was the one who invented this stuff? I forgot. Who implemented the five-day work week with two days off. It was somebody. I forgot. I was watching some Vox or something like that. They were talking about it. And I was like, man, how come there is no, how come you can't change it? Why not? Mm -hmm. it, so try it. And if it fucking falls apart, then it fell apart and go back to the old shit. Right? But like, you're not going to know unless you try. That's how charter school started out. There were supposed to be places where you just experiment and see if the experiment works and then Really? If it were, yeah, that's how they started. A charter school was initially supposed to be like, let's just make this separate school. We'll treat this as an experiment, and if it works, we'll implement this stuff in the other schools. But they screwed up as always, and and unintended consequences. The charter school was privately owned, publicly funded, so all these people came in and looking for just ways to get money, and so that's that's why we have charter schools. But they were they were initially not supposed to be like they are now, like privately funded pretty much I mean publicly funded private schools sort of they were supposed to be experimental schools but they just it just caught fire there. Are, do you happen to know <laughs> if they're experimental at all I, I don't know what they do now I just know that they're publicly funded mm -hmm. and they don't have the same set of rules that we do but that was the whole point of it right? it just it just didn't work out because people need to get rich. <laughs> America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even earlier, like when you're mentioning stuff of like politicians, and I guess even this with education, I always have this notion that this only happens in the U.S. That it doesn't happen in other places, but I don't know for sure if it does. And. Well, I mean, it, it also is probably is not as good everywhere either. Like, it's not like it's not like we're the shit show of the world when it comes to education. We're not. We're never at the top, but we're one of the few that test everybody. We yeah. don't just tell people like, "Yeah, you suck. Get out." Yeah. Uh, nope. Uh, you're eight years old. You should be able to do this by now. Get out. You're done. Go, go work in the, go work in the restaurant with your parents or whatever. Like, we don't do that. So it skews our data. <laughs> We don't, we don't, we're done. I never thought about that either. Which is funny because we, 
We love to be the bootstraps, the country of bootstraps. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> We're like bullshit. We're a bunch of softies. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's, nobody has bootstraps. <laughs> We're all fucking Crocs. <laughs> Put your Crocs on and get comfortable. Yeah, that's our. That sounds like <laughs> that. Doesn't sound like. And pick Who's up your trophy on the way out. The bootstraps uh, went out a long time ago. Are Crocs comfortable? This know. was <laughs> I don't know. an impromptu question that popped in my head right now, but from people that don't say I don't know enough, do you have a do you have a favorite BSer? A favorite BSer? Me. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. Uh, no. No, I don't. I can't think of anybody that spews BS today. Like the people that like Comedians will do it, but we're in on the joke, so yeah. it's it's not. At least we're supposed to know it's a joke. Well, yeah, but even so, like 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 uh, Jordan Klepper or whatever. Oh gosh! <laughs> like, oh, God, do those people know they're in on the joke? And so no, but he is no like. See that? See like he no. <laughs> and so how does that work? It's, well, I guess no, it, that I, doesn't I, work as BS, but it's still like. They're not in on the joke, but is that that guy I don't know? No, he's, he's, he's a daily show that, correspondent. That yeah, quizzes um. people. No, I, I, I can't think of anybody that I, I don't like. I just don't. I don't like. BS. Oh, I know I a know. fun BSer. I like. Uh, I like. Um. 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 He's that magician dude. Yes. <laughs> Michael Carbonaro. Yes. Oh, but see, that's comedy to me. Like he's in on, like <laughs> right, right. On but it's bullshit because the people believe it, and I think the the the, the, the thing I, I've always wanted is like how you're saying if I want him to come across like he's saying something like BSing about something sciency, and him come across about an actual expert that's like no, that's not the way it works, <laughs> and I'm wondering how he would get out or not out of that situation. Who I think is an even bigger bullshitter is that guy that you both like, and I can't stand him. <laughs> Who is the one stupid? that fed people caca ice cream? <laughs> I God, I can't stand him. I can't I stand him. But his bullshit is so pristine oh, that people eat it out of his hand. They <laughs> take all of my money and invest it for me. And he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make some shit tasting ice cream." Are you kidding yeah, me? And you fucking believed him? <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't stand it. I, I can't I stand like it. Bullshitters, but it's it's like when it's. It's a joke. Like, when it's a joke, it, I love it. <laughs> but joke. you know it's a joke. Uh-huh. Us as the viewer knows that it's a joke. Uh-huh. And I think what I don't like about it is that people think that it's real. Like, they, they're fucking... Retu- they're, they're, they're not... Oh, they're dead! So, oh, they frustrate yeah. me so much. That's because we had one about... about comedy and what makes a joke a joke and I think I had mentioned like given the opportunity to like like if you say something but given the opportunity in a real like situation would you still act out your joke would you go through with it um for example um I think somebody had mentioned something that that um Dave Chappelle said like 
helping feminists. He's like, all I ask for in return is a blowjob or something like that. <laughs> and so I was like, to me, that's a joke because in the real situation where he's going to help out feminists, I don't think he would really no, ask for that. Nobody ever told a dead baby joke because they think dead babies are funny. <laughs> Everybody knows it's a joke and you're supposed to be in on it. If you're not in on it, you're an idiot. And you like go get mad somewhere else. That's not the that's not the comedian's fault that you don't understand that this person doesn't think that this person like doesn't really truly feel dead babies are funny. Like nobody thinks that, but dead baby jokes are funny because they're so outrageous. But like, you're supposed to know it's comedy. Like you're supposed to know when they, like, we've lost that. And that, that know, upsets that's me. Weird. That makes me so angry. Like nobody I'm... laughs at dead baby. Like nobody, nobody takes them serious. And you have to know where you're at too. You don't go do it. Like if someone's grieving, you don't show up and do it. You know, like it was. Like you're supposed to know it's a joke. We we had a we had a conversation Joy, about that too, like us about that it's a joke, about like timing. Like how do you who and what and when gets to know? Like it was about like if you made a joke at a at a funeral that that was a scenario, and <laughs> it was something about. Um, did you say something about pickles? No, no, about choking or something like yeah. on on something that grandma used to make or whatever. But then somebody makes or like the joke was that that's how she died. She died choking on some of the stuff she made or something. I don't know. I have a. I have funerals are where I want to make jokes the most. <laughs> like not even close. I have a really, really, really hard time because it's my instinct when people are bummed out, I want to make them laugh. Like that's my, that's my goal. Like I see somebody bummed out and I just want them to laugh because I feel like they let it go oh, just no. for like a moment. No. And then when I'm at a funeral, I'm just surrounded by people that are just mourning. And so, so you have, and your heads are making jokes. Like I have to bottle it up now so much because I have to watch Ted Lasso. Oh my God. Because <laughs> like, I just want to, I just, it just feels like, but like why? Open mic. Yes, but like there's something about funerals that elicits so much emotion uh -huh. from people. That's like right happy, there. sad, just yeah, like. Ready for my jokes. No, oh, I, I can't. I can't. I have a I have a hard time with it. <clears throat> when you to, get I in the car, you have to write like, them all down. I have to literally like. Like don't shut do up! It. Like it's not they're, they're, they don't want to joke around right now, dumbass. Like they don't want to jokes. <laughs> like just shut your mouth. That's really don't big of jokes. you. I I need to start. It's hard for me to, to shut it off. Cause that's where that's where I feel like. I'm gonna try to egg you on the next time. That's <laughs> <laughs> where I, I have a. But then like they think I want my funeral to turn into open mic. Everybody when I die get up and go tell jokes. Go please. Mm -hmm. So I guess my point with that like, of knowing that it's being in the true situation that you wouldn't follow through with it is that I don't know with Veto with Nathan Fielder like. If that is the real situation and like you're, so is this a joke? Because I don't you're... get how people don't lose it. I don't, I don't get how people don't lose it. Like if he came to the school and proposed some ridiculous idea, I would be laughing my <laughs> ass off. Oh my God, I'd be laughing so hard. Like how do you not see that it's a joke? I don't understand. I don't get it. We're going to put the rebate box on top of a mountain? Like, how do you, how do you, not, how do you not lose it? That's how That's my favorite stuff. That's, I, they should I do that now because it's against you. Oh, these goddamn people. Are, they that all believe it, up. though. It drives me insane. 
I don't know. I guess there is some element of cruelty to exploit that they really wanted their eight dollar rebate or whatever. And I guess that is kind of funny. <laughs> now that if I if I look at it like that. <laughs> but like I have so me personally, I have a hard time with some comedies because I put myself in that position, and it frustrates me. Which like, position? Like whatever, like whatever's happening in it, she puts herself in it. And I always tell her, I always see it as a spectator. Like, this is happening to somebody else. I very rarely see it as a spectator. That's how I live my life as a spectator. <laughs> but she puts herself as, I'm in it, and she's like, this no, is happening I'm to me. No, I'm in it, and it's frustrating. Because the other people around me believe it. And I'm like, stop it! Oh. That one goddamn movie. I can't stand it still. On <laughs> Lobster lady. Dinner for Schmutz? Yes, yes, <laughs> God. I haven't seen that, no. It's not the best, but it's also one that frustrates her a lot because it's she puts herself in the situation and it's just a bunch of stupidity oh. going on and it's like the stupidity is happening to her where I'm the spectator and the stupidity is happening to her. And that's what I need my imaginary friend, right? That's what I'm going to work on. I'm going to work on hallucinating. So that happens to them? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's um, now we go back to the scenarios to see if your your you shifted at all. So, nope. <laughs> do you remember what you were at? Of course not. <laughs> so maybe you did shift if you don't. Remember. Well, just try it. Let's try it. I'm gonna Hurry, I need your, your lack break. of memory. I, I, my lack of memory forces me to be more honest because I can't remember lies. <laughs> yeah, I can't, oh, can't I know, me too. I can't, like, I, I'm not going to remember that I told you I was somewhere else. There's no way. So I just have to just <laughs> tell you the truth because yeah. if I tell you a lie, I change the truth in my head. Like something else, something changed. Yeah. <laughs> Most or of the who, time. Who did I tell this I to? Oh, no, yeah, I told I you keep, I was this I can't keep track of it. There's no way. So I, I have to, it forces me to be more honest because I, I don't have the capacity to remember all the lies. There's no way I can juggle them all in my head. I'm with you. So it was the negative 10 to 10 scale. It's the silliest scale I've ever heard in my life. It's the best scale ever. <laughs> <laughs> if you're at a, on, the, on the point on the XY axis, it's negative 2, negative 4, up to a 5, 7. Quadrants. Wait, would you raise your hand? Oh, no. <laughs> Chewy, what did you quadrant. do? Please plot your... <laughs> what is your rate of change? Oh, what rate of change? Hmm. There's the title for your podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> that is actually a pretty good one. Somebody else can take it. I like Mars. All right. Um, so you do. <laughs> Screw you, Sal. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> what am I even doing here over there? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who are you guys? Get out of my house. This is our house. <laughs> Delirium. All right, so struck. Scale. Well, what's the question? Um, I don't know. Negative ten being you overuse. I don't know, and ten being. You underuse it. You never say, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Four? 
change. Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> you read it too before. Ah, look at me. Well. <laughs> I actually think I'm going to give myself a little more credit and I'm going to drop myself down to to a zero. Can I? Because I think that it's more situational for me. I think it is for everyone, though. I think that opened our conversation may have opened up my eyes because in different situations, I'll uh, I'll give in, right, and I'll be like, well, I don't know, um, if I don't have the capacity to like dissect what's going on at the time. But then if I actually don't know and I wanted to know more, I'll say I don't know and try to be like, let me, let's figure this out. So I want to drop myself down to, to that. I'll try to start using it less. And if I have to say I don't care, then I'll try to <laughs> say I don't care until I find a more acceptable. <laughs> so I'm not going to not you use it. You do a good job around here saying that you don't care. So it just needs to generalize. Yeah. So I'll go with a negative one. They'll probably still use it, but it'll take some time. <laughs> and then, as far as other people using it, any changes there? I don't know. So I don't remember what I said. <laughs> yes. It just depends on the people. It's too much nuance to. I have a hard time just. Even like a. Even like at work, people will ask me, like, what do your students think of your class? I'm like, which student? <laughs> it just, I don't, it just depends. It's, it's an too, average. I don't do averages. It, it destroys the person. It's okay. That's oh. how, we're just numbers anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, people use it. What? I forgot the question. I don't remember what you asked. <laughs> the same scale, but... But how, other people? Yeah, how do you see other people? Like, do people overuse it or underuse? I don't know. I think they underuse it. I'd like to see people use it more. I know that. In the right context. So you Let's think go. people bullshit more? So the higher the number, the yes, higher the bullshit. I think they're not willing to admit they don't know. I say seven. Did I change or what? No, you stayed the same. Steady Eddie's what they call me. <laughs> <laughs> I did Chewy. I know. It's not what I said. I didn't say Steady Eddie's who I am. So Steady Eddie's what they call me. That's stupid. Better? I still think people overuse it. I'm gonna stay, I think, at a seven. Overuse it? Yeah. Overuse it would be on the negative end. Oh, no, 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 underuse it. They spew bullshit. Stay the same? A seven. Seven. Chewy's story proved that one to me. What, what did I do? Sorry. You were telling me about the, the, you were saying about the professional development and the guy was like, oh, yeah, it's whatever. And he didn't say that he didn't know 
like where the information was that if he had then you would have known oh he did he did say he didn't know but i was totally oh he did say that he mm -hmm. didn't know once i asked I, yeah he said he did and so i i but i made it a like i understand why it's shameful to say i don't know because he totally lost me when he said that he didn't know it's like well <laughs> you don't know and i'm done oh like, dang well then maybe i need to move that foundation of nothing can't build something on i don't know and I wonder if that I don't I know was like was utilized to be like, man, like it's a lot of different stuff and it's totally off subject. Maybe that was like his interpretation. Like when you have so much knowledge, right? Like the standing on the shoulders of giants, like I just took this guy's word for it. Mm-hmm. I guess. I still saw it as shameful. <laughs> Maybe I was just looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard in those situations know. too now. I guess I'll stay. Stay? Yeah. Mine's at a five. But that's so difficult because then it would be so deceptive. Ugh. Why? This shit breaks my brain. I want to stay the same at a five. I don't know. I have. It's a slight optimism, but I think people could still definitely abuse it more. You're just uncomfortable with optimism, huh? I am a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's pretty much it. Um, I had to pee. No deal. <laughs> just kidding. Visit our website, www.omni-versal.com. Email us, uh, info at omni-versal.com. Check out our YouTube channel, also at omni Omniversal, Twitter at Eclipse Views, Instagram at Versal Arts, TikTok at Omniversal. Sign up for our email list for giveaways, and that's it. We'll see you or hear you guys or you hear us <laughs> next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. super hooked into it and then Nilo said something like well obviously she's gonna end up with that guy and I thought it cracked me up it was practically a Simpsons quote where, where Homer goes to that <laughs> takes the crayon in his brain <laughs> it was like this is you're in for a long I was like we need to do crayon surgery Milo because you're gonna be really pissed off for a long time